0: This is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio, presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F one hundred and fifty is the official truck of the Pittsburgh
1: Steelers. The the coach is only a coach, but like, at the end of the day, we got to do what we have to do. And I mean, I see everybody talking about this coaching stuff about play calling, but Brett, like, do y'all know how football works? Coaches only a coach, but we got to execute the plays, like. We're not trying to point the finger at all. This is not the time to do that either. This, this, it keeps me in a conversation to be brought up, like, or not even a conversation be brought up, but things that's just talked about so much. It's crazy. Like, We have to execute at the end of the day, no matter who's back there calling the plays. You know what I mean? Like, we're not, we're, I honestly say that we're not doing that right now. Not coaches. It has nothing to do with coaches. It's just players. We, gotta, we have to play better. You know what I mean? We we can't just keep looking at the coaches as an outlet or whatever y'all putting out there as outlets. That's just it's just stupid what y'all doing really. You know what I mean? We can say what we want, but like I said, players play, coaches coach. You know what I mean? We can't keep keep looking at, at and pointing fingers. We got to point at ourselves. It's the man in the mirror really. You know what I mean? This is this is a, a a the NFL. Everybody runs the same damn plays. You know what I mean? Everybody disguises it differently, but you know what I mean? It's just how we going to play it. And we're not truthfully i don't i think that we're just not playing right with that edge right now and that's what we need to do better
2: oh we have a truth teller in the house thank you yes we have somebody that stood up and just spoke what is so obvious what is so real what is such a I don't know. It's a breath of fresh air. Way to go, Najee Harris, being a truth teller, telling it like it is, how the players feel inside the locker room. Yeah, you know, there, is, there are certain discrepancies you're going to have about, oh, should we have done this? Should we have done that? But the bottom line is he knows what's up. He knows what time it is. He's telling you, the all of us, what's going on inside the minds of the players. And that's exactly where this team is they have to perform the players got to take it upon themselves max Jimmy's and joes they can they can out execute the x's and o's am i telling the truth or not
3: you are you are wolf and i mean this is exactly what what we've been trying to say to people (laughs) but apparently they don't want to listen to us and they they know better than we do and they if they're gonna if they want to hate somebody l- let them have the freedom to hate who they want to hate right you know and blame who they want to blame but you heard it from an elite player's mouth himself hey stop blaming the coach stop putting it out about the coach we need to execute what did I say Wolf I said you can't blame the play calling until you're executing it properly
2: yes yes.
3: Yes. That's what I've been saying. I'm like, and, and you've been saying like, hey, this is a team. I, like, we, you and I get it. But it's one thing to hear it from inside the locker room. Right. Like you did with Najee Harris versus on our show inside the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's a show
2: within the show, that sort of thing.
3: Yeah, exa- exactly. And that's a current player's perspective. That is a guy who, when, when we're thinking about, you know, how who needs to step up and be a leader? Who needs to do? That, that's the de- definition of what a leader is. That's exactly what you need to see from your leadership. That is, you've got you've got to have somebody willing to stand up there and de- just deliver,
2: preaching Give the truth, brother.
3: Keep going, keep going. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, so it's one of those things where you know, for us to say it as former players, former guys in said locker room. And our perspective, how we view it, we see it a little bit differently, but we still have the similar similar viewpoint. But now it's crystal right now, Wolf. Yes, <laughs> make no bones about it.
2: <laughs> no, Najee no.
3: Harris, a player, saying what he what he feels and what he sees. And, hold, and now that's holding guys accountable because now, now now, it's out in the ether.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Let me tell you, Max, I can remember as a young player standing on the sidelines before I got to the starting lineup my rookie year, standing near Coach Knoll. And you got Terry Bradshaw, Lynn Swan, John Stallworth, Franco Harris, all out on the field, right? And there was a number of times where – Terry would rear back, and he's throwing into either double coverage or not where the ball's supposed to go. And I hear Chuck going, Terry, no, 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 no. And then Swan, Stallworth, Franco make a great play, and all of a sudden you hear this, way to go, Terry, way to go. You know? And I mean, the the Jimmys and Joes are just the guys that make it happen. And that's why you play, and that's why you have – players that are extraordinary athletes that get the job done out there. And again, it's about putting them on your back and taking them just like, like Najee did. You know, I mean, he was, he was, he ran hard, especially that second half, man, he was just busting up and everything. And I I, I know about the fourth and inches. I was not uh, real happy with that myself. But the fact of the matter is this. If you look at the tape, okay, Calvin Austin broke inside on an in route against zone cover with two high safeties. The moment Kenny got spooked, he flushed out of the pocket. I'm telling you, Calvin Austin was so alone. He was by himself. It was, like, unbelievable. And, again, to me, in my mind, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over to you in just a sec, but this is what I'm thinking. If you're 4-0, and you're 3-1, and yeah, I, I go shotgun. I go for that and stuff like that. Where I have trouble with it is when you're trying to construct and, and put first downs together. The offense isn't clicking. So that's where I would say, yeah, I'd like a higher percentage play, get that first down. But nevertheless, even then, the play was there. All right, Matt Canada constructed a beautifully schematic play. The the protection just broke down just at that point and spooked Kenny. And, and the fact was – that man was there. The throw was there. It should have. It could have been made. Okay. I'm sorry. I've vented.
3: D- d- I vented. Uh, yeah. No. Please. Please. That, <laughs> that, that is what. That is what the locker room is for. This is also. This is not Here's only pistachios, sports bud. <laughs> exactly. This is not only sports radio entertainment. This is also sports radio therapy. Yes. Uh, so. <laughs> so please bring bring me your problems. Bring me your exclamations. We, we'll take them all. <laughs> And pistachios, yes, and pistachios. cashews, yeah. and cashews as well. Those I do love cashews.
2: Almonds, I'll take almonds also. You
3: know. Okay. All right. Well, you know, <clears throat> there, there's a lot of plays. I mean, that you know, I think lack confidence. I mean, I think that's that's a moment of confidence, right? Yes. Yep. When you get spooked, it's it's because you fear the worst in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, right? It's <clears throat> it's not. Hey, I need I need to push through this, whatever it is, you know, even if it is a guy oncoming uh, to hit you, I got to stand and deliver because there's a play to be made at times. And, yes. and I'm not saying that K- K- Kenny's devoid of that. I'm not I'm not saying that by any stretch of the imagination. But what I'm saying is is that <clears throat> there are times where you have to have a little bit more confidence. And I think this offense, to Najee's point, if you're not executing, how can you build confidence with people in the offense? Right. right? Yes. How how can how can you strain a little bit more if if, if you don't have confidence that you haven't seen, the last five times it has not worked this way? So guess what? I'm gonna make it my own on the sixth. I'm gonna create space. That's what happens <laughs> when you're not executing right. <laughs> <clears throat> you start making executive decisions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Instead yep. of letting the concept of the play play out, and so. You know, that's from offensive line blocking schemes. That's from wide receivers running routes and, and gaining separation. That's from running back seeing holes. That's from tight ends either blocking or running their said routes. Um, it's a holistic view. Everybody has a piece in it because the quarterback has to be able to deliver, whether it is from, sadly, shotgun uh, or under center.
0: Uh,
3: you know, you got to be able to hand off. You got to be able to fake. You got to be able to do all of these things and process this information but it has to be 11 guys on the same page. You must do your 111th. And right now, they're not doing their 111ths.
2: That's I got exactly 111ths. Yeah,
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, you had to enunciate a little bit because, like, it just runs on with the TH, you know.
2: Hey, by the way, I, I you know when we were connecting up, you, you had a little
3: instance with your dog today. <laughs> what happened? Oh, we're just going full therapy session, aren't we, right now in the opening segment? <laughs> I couldn't help but bring this up. So, so in the mornings, you know, I usually take my dog out. And, and so, we're working on retraining him. And I had a lapse. I had a lapse oh, no. as an owner. Yeah. So, I walk him out on the leash. Okay, walking, now, wait a walking. minute. In the
2: first, okay. In the first instance of this story being told, I did not hear about this that it was your fault
3: okay i know you know you know cuz i ha- i have to take ownership and accountability you know i heard naji's words that you know oh, okay. what All right, i'm going to i'm going to look inward before outward i'm not going to blame others <laughs> so i am uh, i am out there you know I'm walking the dog you know down the street and he does his business right and my wife was like hey you know what i missed i missed a spot last night you know can you pick that up as well so i'm like okay i find it oh and the dog's been good so okay. i'm like you know i'm gonna take him off the leash for oh, a second no this is and this is where this is where <laughs> you know no no know your personnel right know your you personnel know your people yeah yeah and so i go i go to pick up the first one and i go grab the second one and i turn back around the dog is gone why no. is the dog gone? Because <laughs> a gentleman's on a on his bicycle. Oh no. Bicycling his way. Had a great, probably had a great morning. <laughs> watching the sunrise, looking at the mountains. Great morning. And then, and then my freaking dog comes along. 40, 40 pounds of just rabid barking and running in circles. Oh no, no. And the guy is trying to be cool. He's trying to get you know. He's on an uphill, like kind of incline, right? And then he stops, and, and you could tell he's trying to be nice <laughs> while not being frustrated at the same time. That this little yapping fool is just running in circles around his bike, and then right. barking, sniffing, running away, and then now I'm trying to come up and get, guess what? I'm trying. I'm now trying to. I'm now trying to do. The thing would get him control. I'm like, hey, trying to give him the, his calls, trying to trying to g- give him good, good, good behavior. Like, hey, Oakley, off, sit, stay, off. I'm giving him everything, right? Dog's not listening. Dog's not listening. And I'm walking around the guy on the bike to get to the dog, and the dog is just running away from me, <laughs> barking, running away. And then I start walking faster around it. He starts running faster. Now realize around
2: it. this is just previous to the show coming on you're this trying is, to this handle is minutes all this.
3: before the show has to start and i am trying not to lose my cool and then then now I, i've now walked briskly around the guy a couple of times the guy is just sitting there he's shaking his head he's like he's like yeah maybe maybe you need to keep him on the leash next time I'm like, oh God. yeah yep yeah, thank you thank you thank, thank you your I, I pretty much got dog training tip yeah yeah I, I think i've learned my lesson here so then I, then I have to get into a sprint where I sprint around him, cut him off, and then he finally realizes he's lost, and then he sits down like normal. And it's just annoying because we went through five minutes of this, right. and then all of a sudden he wants to obey on yeah. his own accord. Not when I told him. So I have to grab him by his collar, put him on the leash, I tie up the poop bags, and I'm walking up the hill. I am steaming. I am just absolutely steaming, walking up the hill. And he's just walking so calmly. And he's just, he's so attentive. He's looking at me. I'm like, don't even look at me. You don't deserve to look at me right now. (laughs) That is so good. (laughs) And that is your morning and i love it that is my morning and now and now he's sitting. now he's sitting at me past that he's he's right lying, right next to me passed out yeah of course
2: yeah everything's yeah, of course good i'm is. with
3: dad yep it's all good he, he's like it's, we're in an enclosed environment this is perfect it's like the four padded walls with, with the two insane inmates you know i'm like it is how, how can i be around you? you you give me so much stress out there in the world god so, yeah. So and, so then to hear nausea, I'm like, you know what? You got to look inside first. I was blaming That's the it. dog. You know what? I'm going to look at me first. My execution was poor because I trusted that you could be off of a leash for exactly one minute. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. <laughs> you know who you, else? Are, you are leashed up. <laughs> you know, yes. And you know who else it was a truth
2: teller today or yesterday? Who is that? All right, that would be that? Mason Cole, the center. Why don't we hear from Mason Cole?
3: Yeah, across the board. I mean, you, you watched that film and. Um... We weren't as physical as we could be. We weren't playing as hard as we could be for whatever reason, and uh, and Houston was, and the, the results show that. Um, so it's obviously on us to, to fix it, and we will. When you were coming off the field after that fourth and one, late third quarter, you looked a little perturbed. Just the result of the play? Or... Uh, a little bit of everything. I just felt like we were in a situation where we had them on their heels and just, just frustrated at the whole situation. I just, we weren't playing well, and when we started to play well, we we get sacked on fourth and one. It, it's just overall emotions of the game, the highs and the lows, and probably got a little bit out of my comfort zone in doing that, but I'm never going to shy away from playing with their motion and, and acting on
2: emotion. And, of course, that's Mason Cole telling you exactly what he felt like coming off, and the fact of the matter was, despite all of Oakley's actions, Max <laughs> – uh, you know, you got you got Najee coming out telling like it is. You got Mason coming out telling it like it is. And I I, I look at it and I go, why don't people believe them when they tell you who they are and what they believe? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't understand that.
3: It's so much easier when people can use words to describe. Easier than uh, to... Oakley, right? Yeah, dog dog can't tell you that, and dog <laughs> dog won't dog won't communicate and respond properly. So yeah, and he was playing. And You know what? He was playing at a lot higher level than I was, you know. When I was down there chasing him around, because <laughs> I I was walking, he was on ten, you know. He he was Houston Texans ten, and yeah. I, I was playing with the Steelers four, you know. And then, but I did have to ratchet I had to ratchet up my performance to finally get the desired result. Well, um, well having a, yeah. cell,
2: a a a captive on a bike. <laughs> Who's has yeah. been harangued by Oakley
3: right <laughs> yeah exactly he he was using them like a human shield too i mean it was it was amazing he just i mean it just always with, within fingertips grip uh, you know it just it reminded me of the texans game so um but you know i th- i think that that's the sobering reality when you're at this point and, and and listen we're talking we're talking about a team having these sobering moments at two and two yeah yeah, you know, most teams are having this conversation at 0 and 4. Right. right? There's right. two teams having this conversation at 0 and 4. Teams at 1 and 3. We're not in that boat. And so I think to have that type of sense of self and to be that open and vulnerable about it, um, you know, I think, I think the mindset has been stated. I think Coach Tomlin has clearly stated what he told us on Tuesday, and it's now translated to the players now here on, you know, on Wednesday. Um you know, so we're, that we heard it on they're Thursday. They're displaying the, exact, yeah. Once again, yeah, we have to look at it. I in, forgot in, today in was moments.
2: Thursday yeah. for a moment there. You know, this is this is, yeah, uh, it, it th- happens. Short yeah. weeks, Wolf.
3: short <laughs> weeks, short weeks, short weeks, and uh, May- maybe we need to put you in pads too, like Coach Tomlin's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Then you'll definitely know what day of the week. Wait a second, second pad padded practice. Oh my god! Like, okay, it has to be Thursday we, because technically we don't work on Tuesdays. It's illegal to work on Tuesdays. NFL he wore, rules. He wore, <laughs> he wore pads and he he, he he collapsed under the weight of the pads when he got to the field. Exactly. Once <laughs> once he once he once he once he hooked the two straps underneath his you know underneath his shoulders. He, he was out of breath.
2: <laughs> All right. Yeah, exactly. It's oh, time man. to take a break. You know, but uh, that was that was an opening. Elvo fired uh, early here in the locker room. We're going to be back with more. It's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas coming at you with more. Matter of fact, I got a story that you know what, you're going to be thankful that Oakley was was doing what he did because what happened to me one time. Oh, stay tuned. I'll tell you about it.
0: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
3: So I've had some extra time here (laughs) to process. Why am I
2: laughing already? Yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) because because you 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 know you you know what this situation is leading to right you know?
2: well I gotta tell you about my situation first okay oh okay just remember because I teased it you know and got it gotta come up but I had a situation we had a dog named Jake Jake was a Doberman Jake was a big Doberman a big red Dobie, okay so one time he got out the front door just when a neighbor of ours who is uh doing a walk um walking along who had just Come off of uh, open heart su- major open heart surgery. Oh, jeez! And you can only imagine the terrifying moment as Jake comes woof woof, and all he wants to do—he was so friendly, he just lick you to cra- you know, lick you to death. I mean, that's that's, that's what it was—a big Doberman, but he was a big a big sissy, you know. And he comes yeah, down, there, and I'm I'm like, don't worry. And the poor guy was just like petrified, and I just scooped up Jake, who was about 140 pounds, big dog, right? And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, you can't, how did he say sorry? You know, I mean as many times he did. You know, I had to, Yes Oh man, oh man, the poor guy and I felt so bad, but he was he was very kind and generous and everything. But wow, you want to talk about a moment of panic there. Yeesh.
3: Yeah, no, it, it, it is a panicking moment and and then you're just like I know I've trained this dog. <laughs> I, I know that I know no. that he knows who I am. And you right. know and, and and you'll walk around feeling like, you know what? Yes, I'm the alpha. I'm the leader of this pack. This dog respects me. And then you have those moments and you're just like, the amount of disrespect from this dog. It's well, just- the,
2: the thing is, he'd listen to
3: Faith, but he wouldn't listen to me. Yeah, and, you know? Exactly. You do, you find out, you're like, ah, he's a mama's boy. It's just like, great.
0: <laughs> oh, great and man.
3: It, it's like, we, we're, we're default leaders because. The, the women aren't around right you know it's just right. it, it, and it's just like okay I get it I get it yeah you you have i'm I'm the last resort in the household I get it <laughs> <laughs> oh but still so frustrating still oh. so frustrating because he's supposed to be man's best friend you yes. know yes and and he was not he was not a good friend he was not a good friend that at, at that time just like Oakley was not a good friend so <laughs> Jake and Oakley. Jake and Oakley. Well, oh, what a pair they were. All right, getting <laughs> yes, back <exactly>. to business. <laughs> yeah, now, we're, now, now, we've got, now we've completely let it all out of our system. So now we are good. Um, but, you know, to talk about accountability and execution, uh, we had somebody else speak yesterday. All right. That's right, the man himself, KP8, uh, talking about just that. So we're going to take a listen in here. I always just look at
4: execution-based, you know, and, and, and all 11 guys on offense need to do our jobs in order, in order for us to be successful. So that's something that we got to continue to push for.
3: He talked with us about, as he put it, fluidity of decision-making. want to see more of that from you. Have you guys talked about
1: that and what do you think he means by that?
4: Yeah, just continue to, to push and get the ball out and guys run their routes. i got to put the ball on them accurately and, and, and move the offense that way.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I think that's just about as clean as it can get, right, Wolf? <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: he's another truth teller. You know, he's simply yeah. stating the facts, and I love the fact when a leader like Kenny stands up and says, "Hey, listen, this is what it is. I got to put the ball on him. I got to throw him open. I got to do the things that are necessary so that we can be uh, successful in what we're attempting to do."
3: Well, and, and it's about doing my one eleven. Yes, right? exactly. Doing his job and holding up his end of the bargain, you know, when everybody else is holding up theirs, making sure that you're there as well to do your accountability part. Of guys not separate, I gotta throw them. In. I gotta throw them into separation. Don't throw where they're at. Throw them where I need them to be. Uh, you dictate that as a quarterback. Um, you know, it's not going to be ideal, but you know, reward the guys when everybody else does theirs. You do yours, and I'm not. I'm not by any way or stretch of the imagination putting this all on Kenny. No, everybody has a piece on it. This is the third in a line of storytellers <laughs> um, yep. during during their media session yesterday, and it just goes to show you that whatever we perceive on the outside and how bad and frustrated we are with play calling and this, that, and the other, you hear it from the players' mouth. It, it's about execution. It's about it's about being accountable for your own actions as well. And, it, you know, as Najee said earlier, and, and you know, when we played it, but it, it sounds true. It's like players play, coaches coach, <clears throat> and you got to execute. That's how you know what you have and what you don't have. And when you do do the execution, then you worry about how it's executed, <laughs> you know, as far as how the deployment of the players right. is used in the personnel. But if you can't execute the basal part of it, we'll never know, and that's where you know preaching and talking about it from our perspective, cal- calmer heads will prevail. Well, well, we're listening it from the players' mouth, so it's not like we're kind of creating this idea of what we want to see, right, Wolf?
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: it it this is a direct reflection of that. So I think that was that was important to hear, you know, from Naji, from Mason from kenny right, right. That, that 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 that's right down the line the trinity of the center of the offense hmm, you know yeah. <laughs> center quarterback running back and that's what way to put you're that together there, man that was good you know, Eddie, you, know you, listen, have, you know you have
2: your moments young man you are just boom
3: listen i, I mean i went to school a bit you know <laughs> one of us did yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you know Put it in line. There it is. Now, I know from shotgun, it technically makes an L instead of an I. Uh, but well, you got the pistol. No, know? Yeah, fun. there it is. There it is. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, so I, I think when everybody's talking about all of this other nonsense, think about this. The team needs to execute better first before mm. you can start pointing fingers at other individuals and talking about your disdain. It's almost like you were looking for a scapegoat to excuse execution. Right and that that this is what we're hearing is execution comes first. Yeah. Then you can start blaming after that, but the team has to come out there and be physically ready. They weren't physically prepared or or mentally prepared for the physicality, however you want to put it. Right. They weren't prepared on Sunday, and that we got that result just like we weren't prepared week 1. And so you look at the two losses and they were bad losses. But it what but as you're hearing it, it's about execution. It's about coming with the right mindset and going in and saying, I won't be denied. Trust me, Wolf, how many, how many times have we, quote-unquote, went into with a bad game plan going into a game, no. and somehow you just, hey, our execution outplayed the game plan?
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: It happens. It can happen. Mm. So, you know, for people to get all up in arms about it, it's like X's and O's aren't going to make the Jimmys and Joes play any better. Like, the Jimmys and Joes have to play better – and then there you, you can make that decision. Once you remove one of the factors, that's when it is. But one thing I will tell you, Wolf. What's that? KP eight has something else to say when we're talking talking about personnel available on Sunday. Ooh. So I think we should how's Kenny how's Kenny's health feeling? Well, let's ask the man himself. Uh, I took what I needed to take in terms of, you know, what they were telling me, the, the doctors and the trainers we have here. And, uh, you know, as we as we go through the week, it'll probably go based off of what they say. There you go. Yeah, see, there it is. It, it came on time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One of the ninjas. I too busy chasing
0: the dog around outside, sorry.
3: <laughs> see, he wouldn't chase the dog, too. I can't, you know. <laughs> oh, if people could see
2: behind the scenes what goes on here sometimes.
3: Listen, the the ninjas the ninjas have a tough job. Full transparency, all right. It's, full, full it's
0: transparency, all right? Um, you guys know I do a show right after this, right? right so right. a lot of the times while I'm Correct. producing, I'm also prepping for the the show that I'm getting ready to do with Moats. Well, Moats is out for the rest of the week, so I'm doing the show solo. So I'm doing extra prep today, right? And I'm just I'm in my zone over here, and Wolf's like tapping me on the I'm like smacking go, go him go, in go, go, the go, head, go, go. going go go
3: go. Max set it up perfectly. That was a great toss. <laughs> it really was. It really West, was. I, I, now, I didn't
0: execute. I didn't execute on that one, boys. He didn't I can't blame it on my coaches. I just didn't execute. <laughs> He's
2: yeah, exa- exactly. He's now. Not only does he have a concussion, but his hair—his beautiful hair—is all messed up for me.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, hey, you know, listen. There's a one eleventh on the football field. There's a one third here inside the locker room. Okay. Exactly. Right there, one third. Oh, that's just beautiful. But Max, let me oh, ask goodness, you,
2: define yeah. to me, what does fluidity of decision-making mean? Okay? This it, is important. Yeah,
3: yeah. fluidity has been, has been a buzzword in the Steelers yeah. organization this yeah. year. Fluidity. Yes. This is a fluid situation. Fluid. It, it, it just means, you know, you have to be adaptable. That's really what it comes down to. You have to be adaptable and understanding, hey, you know, just like you have multiple reads in a play, yep. multiple decisions have to be made. When, when to look, when to move off of the first look to yes. get to the second look, and then move off of the second look to get to the third look, Here or maybe go. I decide from jump, hey, option number one's not looking good right now, so I'm just going to skip to number two, and then maybe I'll come back to number one if I think something's happened, you know, in a progression in the first ten yards. Like those are the type of fluidity of decision making has to happen is when you know what the options are based on the information. Like, hey, I'm going into this. And you know our play schematic says boom. I look at here to here to here, but if I, if they if the defense presents something right before the snap, I got to change that decision.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I now have to go with okay. What are the middle routes because you have two high safeties, so therefore they're playing over the tops to the outside receivers. They're not letting anything get behind them. So therefore, what does that mean? Okay, now linebackers probably be a little bit more aggressive since they have they have the safety valve behind them. So, now, if I am looking at the middle of the field first, I need to adjust and see what's, what's outside and what's underneath. Like, that's what fluidity of decision-making leads to. Now, if it's single high, okay, maybe I'm sticking to my outside routes a little bit more because I got man-to-man coverage on the outside. Right. You know, I, ha- I have something that's going to give me a one-on-one with one of my receivers, and I need to be ready for it. And maybe it's the first and third option, so maybe I have to skip over two. Because it's man-to-man coverage underneath. And so I'm not going to get that breaking route on the inside as, as freely available. You know, maybe I do have to think about, okay, if it is if it is a one-step slant, I got to be there immediately. Because I'll lose the slant window because of the coverage. So those are the things where you have to be quick in your mind to think about it. Adjust, adapt, take in and process information really quickly and, and make a decision. That's the fluidity of decision-making is... I know what the play says, but the coverage also dictates the adjustments. And so be ready for those adjustments and not slow to change on those adjustments. Because when you're slow to change on those adjustments, that's when we get the issues, right? That's when you get the flush out of the pocket. That's when you get you know, a breakdown in some, of the, in some of the route running. Like all of those things all play off of themselves. And so being able to recall what you've practiced and also be able to, to understand what the defense is trying to accomplish makes you a more elevated player. But once again, I digress and I say, Kenny doesn't have that experience level yet to where he can do what Ben Roethlisberger did right Mm. in year nine, 10, 11, you know, I mean, Hell, the first nine years of my career, yeah. <laughs> you know, right, right. it took before Ben was starting to get the ball out in under three seconds. I'm like, where was that at yeah. for nine years? I'm like, I, I would have taken one year like this. Come on.
2: Yeah. What are yeah. we
3: doing? So, you know, for, for Kenny to have that foresight to understand it, that, that, so that's what fluidity means. And that's what he's trying to get to. And some of those things are achieved with time, not necessarily, you know, Going through and watching it in your mind, you have to sometimes live those things. And he's still living those experiences where there's still new things that he has not seen. So you you have to be honest and open about it to understand that's what I need to get accomplished.
2: You know what? I couldn't have said it better. As a matter of fact, I couldn't have even said it that good. (laughs) Nice. That's a good, well-packaged description of what Kenny's facing. And that's what fluidity of decision-making is
3: all about. No, it is. And you know what else? Hmm. I'm going to be fluid in my decision-making and decide to go <laughs> to break here because we, we're we at the end of this segment. And when we come back, I'm going to pass that decision fluidly on to you, Wolf. How about that? that sounds good. <laughs> All right. So we're <laughs> going to step aside. You're inside the locker room. Is Wolf and Stars here on ESPN and SNR Radio.
0: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Oh, yeah. Coming up to the end of the first hour here. But you know what? We have a caller we always love to hear from. That would be the sarcastic sword from parts unknown. Sword. You always come in with uh, something relevant something deep something you know that we can like chew on for a while especially max's dog oakley what do you got for us brother
4: i actually have something relating to a dog and i apologize because when i'm on hold I, particularly today i can't hear your show so i did hear the dog stuff before <laughs> i called you so <laughs> very quickly uh, i worked for a uh, a heavy equipment contractor and I was going into a customer and it was a new guy, giant warehouse. And I, I opened the door, didn't have any warnings on it or anything. And, and I walked in and, and 50 yards away, uh, a mechanic was working on something. There was no one else in the warehouse. So I walked about 50 yards across that floor to the guy and he didn't even look up from his work. And he nodded at me and said, no, she won't bother you. I said, who won't bother me? And he said, her. And I turned around and there was a Doberman pincher about six inches from my backside showing his teeth. Hadn't made a sign. When I opened the door inwards, his, his, His pad was right behind the door, and he came across and followed me without making a sound. No, boy, the hair on my neck stood up. uh, (laughs) (laughs) When they say they won't hurt you, he won't bite or she won't. But yeah, that's that's right. I've got marks all over me (laughs) being warned. (laughs) Hey, on the on the football for just for a minute, uh, the recent loss. You know, there's no such thing as a good loss, but as I've said before, it was such a massive loss. Unlike, say, the Commanders against the Eagles or the Jets against the Chiefs, where guys for weeks are blaming themselves for one play that they screwed up that might have made the difference, there was no one play in in those two losses that we've had. And uh, so there's no soul-searching in that regard. But as a team... Absolutely. I I think that, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, you're not going to be losing. I I haven't lost any sleep over these losses. I hate to say it, but normally I don't eat or sleep properly Hmm. for a day or two when there's a steal or loss. But, you know, because I keep thinking if we would have caught that ball, if we would have just got that, if we would have just recovered that from there's none of that. It's a, it's a very strange feeling of these losses. It's so complete and there's no doubt who was the better team on those Sundays or Mondays. And and, and, and so, you know, I can digest it a little better, but I, I, I'm anxiously looking forward as to what we do. And that's what comes next is, is just as big a part of this game as the game itself. And so I, I do enjoy watching what's going to happen, even though it, it's bittersweet after a loss. But that's that's the game. What these yes, coaches do, how they arrange things, what happens to the personnel, it's like a chess game. And, and I really enjoy watching it. And, and as far as offensive coordinators go, you know, it's like an architect that builds a home that has 35 rooms. He's got to spend some time in each room or why else did you build a house with that many rooms it's the same one you know he has to have 300 plays and he has to use them to justify having them so when you see crazy calls sometimes on fourth and one or it's it's the nature of being an offensive coordinator to their own detriment they get too complicated at times and the and simpler sometimes you keep it until all those simple plays work properly then you add. But sometimes uh, Canada will throw a wrench in there that puzzles you. But that, that's, what, uh, that's what offensive coordinators do. They, they, they overcomplicate things.
2: They can do that. There's no doubt. But, you know, <clears throat> again, I bottom line it, just what Najee said, what Mason Cole said, you know, the fact of the matter is when you realize what's going on, um, you, you have a tendency, and Kenny Pickett talked about it too, you know the players got to play better that's just that that's just the way it is it's always been that way we tend to convolute things by making things so complicated that you know you get away from the very essence of what it's about and it's about blocking tackling catching the ball throwing the ball i mean this is what it's at so yeah, I think it's it's back to basics. It's as back to basics as Chuck Knoll ever could have, uh, you know, said. Max, what did it say you?
3: No, I, I, th- I think it is, you know, kind of what you're saying, Sword, where you look at it and you're just, you know, you do get frustrated at times, but, you know, he who holds the pen last – strikes the mightiest <laughs> <laughs> and the offensive of coordinator is the last one with the pen and yep. all of these. Right. And so that's it's, it's like, no matter how good it is, it's like it's like when given time and given, you know, the opportunity to, to, to think about things, you're go- You're going to come up with every other scenario possible on why you should, should want to do something. And it's head scratching. but you have to troubleshoot to figure it out when other things aren't executing. That's when you do have to go into the bag. And now you're at play 297 well, you should be at play 46 of the 300, right? (laughs) Because you're like, I'm just trying to see if I can get a spark. And so that error, but the problem is, is that, you know, it becomes even more myopic in those critical situations, even though you're just trying to find something to get some consistency. But that's the infallible nature of this, you know, and when guys aren't playing to the best of their ability, a a coach is only as good as the players executing the plays that he calls. And if you're not executing, that's what we found out.
4: When I'm watching a game with someone, and someone cuts across the middle, they've got a yard step on the their defender, and the ball is thrown right at him, and it bounces out of his hands. But what did the offensive coordinator do wrong on that play? I mean, yeah. he threw it up. Yeah. There it is. He didn't catch it, and yet it's Canada's fault. I mean, I'm not. You know, we're, there's plenty of blame to go around.
2: That's the, the whole thing. The key, concentration
4: yes. on, yeah, the concentration on the the offensive coordinator is i think misguided to
2: be honest with you, you know, I, I agree with you uh, you know
4: yeah. that's right, why guys, it's good to have them competing.
2: stepping up all right thank you sword <laughs> yeah. appreciate you, brother thank all right, you guys we'll talk to you all right we got to go to break we'll be back with more we'll take your calls in the next hour too coming up but that's it the uh, first hour from wolf starks and the ninjas back after this